0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
0: this, Cowboys? Yes! Yes! Go Cowboys!
1: This yes. is the Players Lounge. Broadcasting
2: live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your
3: hosts Barry Church, Danny McCrae, and Newey Scruggs.
2: Monday. Off-season's here. Off season Monday.
3: Yeah, it is right
2: now. Players Labs brought to you by Mm Hotels.com. So, folks, may need a hotel right about now to go ahead and get away. (laughs) (laughs) Want to get away? Dang. Because it's over. It's a wrap. Over. Yeah. Football season over for the Cowboys. They lose. You sound so excited, bro. Mm -hmm. I I have no more frustrations to give. Yeah. I I have been let down so much, brother. You can't – when you've been down here so long – And you've covered this disappointment so much. It is what it is. Yeah. Now you look at this town, Dallas-Fort Worth, and you look at the massive amounts of disappointment. Now, I got to cover Jimmy's last year with the Cowboys. I was working in Austin. Got to cover that. Got to cover some of Barry's first year. So I've seen what a championship team looks like. Seen the atmosphere. Seen the people. And when you talk about being in this town since 2000 like I have, since then, 2000, since I got here to work at Channel 5, I watched the Stars play for it twice. Cup twice. Lost both. Watched the Rangers play in the World Series twice. Lost both. Watched the Mavericks play for the NBA championship twice. Lost one. Cowboys have never gone to the Super Bowl. During the time I've been here, but I mean, but I mean and, and and along the way, I have seen teams that had the talent to get to that level, and they didn't do it. So who's that fall on?
1: Who's I mean
4: it don't make it no easier to take. I mean, yeah, it, does, I mean Because not well, a well, maybe, thing. times maybe, you get let down. Maybe for you. Maybe for you. All right? <laughs> maybe mm-hmm, for you. But okay. for me, who literally, like I get invested in the squad. We do the show every day, so I'm more in tune now with the game. Even, even when I like after I retired, I was just watching the games on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So talking about it every day, figuring, hey man, we, we're eventually gonna figure this, figure this thing out. I know we're gonna get into it. Don't make it no easier to sit to to watch what happened yesterday. Especially how bad it was yesterday does not make it any easier because you know that if you don't if you don't do knucklehead stuff then you probably got a chance to at least make it to the next round. And you just watch it like, nah, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you do this? Why would you do that? We've been doing this all year. Are you ever going to learn and you watch it and you watch the culmination of the entire season, all the mistakes that were made throughout the entire season where you say these are the ones that we're going to go back and fix, and then you watch it happen in a playoff game? You're like, it's frustrating. Man, look, it's frustrating. They are who we thought they were. I mean, it's as simple as that. The when players or the coaches?
3: I'm talking about the whole organization. The whole Old organization. Okay, all right, when, you, when you go through the entire season and you're the most penalized team throughout the entire season, it's going to reoccur. It's something that's going to hit you. It's going to hurt you when it matters most. And it got into the playoffs. And what happened? 14 penalties for 89 yards. And we ain't talking about, you know, first down. But we're talking about on both sides of the ball, money down, third downs, and big situations, it was either a hold, Defensively, which I, I've never seen nothing like that. Oh, but if you look ready. at the calls, yeah. they were they're were warranted calls. Hands to the face. Neville Gallimore, third down situation. you got a team that's not disciplined at
2: all. Uh, and, and, and we've seen it. By, by the way. But who does that fall on? It, it, it's, it's, it starts up top and it works yeah. its way down. By the way, Barry Church, Danny McCready, Newy Scruggs. Yeah, is yeah, the players yeah, let's go, go ahead and put that in there. Yeah. As we talk about the loss of the Niners. The Cowboys have had three playoff wins. Um... Uh, and you keep going back to ownership, you're you're in charge of this. So when you say, where does it go? It has to start at the top because this is Jerry's organization. If I point the finger like I always do and say, Washington's not winning, I point at Daniel Snyder. Look at what this guy's done. You're the constant here. start looking over the last two generations, 25 years, the, the Joneses are on top. So it falls on them. Yeah. And then you go next level to Mike McCarthy. You guys talked about the penalties. After the game, Mike was asked about them. Okay, and that's, that's one thing I tried to defend. Me. I said, look, they were like, he complained about the penalty. He was asked. Plus. He, he was asked. I want to
4: hear about that. Yeah, yeah, go I want to ahead. Ahead. hear about go, 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 this A. It was an A plus sitting game. He gave Mike McCarthy an A. He did. Okay. He gave, I yeah, what eight. did I give the man? You what, gave yeah, I, I tried <laughs> I to know, tell you. That was, was I like know, weeks ago. I know.
2: Weeks ago. Can I get the full record of what I said? What did I say? No, no, no. no. no, no. no. I just, <laughs> we talking about ask, letter grade. Yes, the yes, 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 letter, letter grade. And what did I no, say after? I, I said. You had the right to change your mind, right? I, I said it right now at the time. And I said when the playoffs come, because it's incomplete. It's like the final. Okay. It was just like your NBA final. How much you How much was your finals? No. How much was it waiting? Come on, man. I waited <laughs> I waited. On, the excuse playoff. Me. Come on, man. Excuse no, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you why. We need this We can love it. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. No, no. I said no. I graded the playoff like a final. It no. was going I'll, I'll to happen. You, you.
4: I'll let you walk into this, Nui. All right? I'll let you walk right into that because you are the same dude who gave somebody an A. And then talk about the entire season. We you just agreed to say they are who we thought they were, yep. right? The most penalized team, right? You mm-hmm. gave the guy who has that team an eight. Is, is the that team. is that right? And then want we'll to talk about oh well, what they did, what they what I gave my A for. So now I'm going to change my mind. Oh, no. I, I oh, told, sir. I, I oh no, sir. I told you. Oh, no, sir.
2: He was brought here, and I was going to give. Base it on. You were brought here to be better than Jason Garrett in the playoffs. He failed. Yeah. And the fact that he hey. failed, and to me the playoff is like the final, you're going down to a C. You're a C plus. He shouldn't have had an A. On my page. He shouldn't have had an A. He should have been where I he told him no, from he the he beginning. He have had an A. C. a, C. a, C. Going, a going, in, going into this, I had him there. I know and you he did. he failed. He bombed on the final, okay? He, he ain't the only he one, though. But I'm just, on his coach. But like I'm this coach. But I was talking about as a head coach. It's yep. great as a head coach. I had him. He had an A going into the final. He bonded. You now you see plus because. The final and the way I weighted it and the way I was grading him was this is why you're here. This is why I was boo-boo the fool out here drinking the (laughs) Kool-Aid, saying Mike McCarthy, they got it right. He's a Super Bowl guy. This is an upgrade over Jason Garrett. It wasn't. And there's no excuses
3: to what what happened. I mean, look, this is what he, like you said, this is is what he was brought here to do, to get this team over the hump, to be that Super Bowl winning coach. He had a number one offense. Uh, His defense took the football away better than any team left in the playoffs. And relatively, they were healthy. Outside of Keanu Neal, they were healthy. So there's just no excuses for this one,
4: and he is what I thought he was, a C, a C coach. Let me tell you something, okay? I'm going to go back to my days with the Chicago Bears where we were in training camp. The defense was killing the offense. We like, this is going to be a top-notch defense until you get out there and you realize that that offense is trash, all right? And, I'm so, and this is what I'm talking about. I don't hear about this number one offense anymore, okay? Because mm-hmm. what happens is, it's the law of averages, right? That's how you get the number one offense. So when you go out there and you put up a 50 on a Washington football team, you go out there and you put up another big, big, big score on a, on a Philadelphia Eagles team, and you continue to do this against these squads, I mean, yeah, you got a number one offense. But if you watch the game like we watch the game, a true, uh, football, with true football knowledge, you know that this wasn't no number one offense. No, uh, Just like when you say, all right, I think the defense was top 10 based off what I'm seeing, but the numbers won't show it, is what we said when the season ended. Say, can you say the same thing about the offense, especially the last eight weeks of the season?
3: No, nah, they were on their slide. They were on a... <laughs>
4: There's
3: <laughs> oh, a see, whole slump uh, in there yeah, that we talked yeah. about. CD
2: Lamb didn't have a touchdown the last He had one catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you say, last eight he didn't have a touchdown. Yeah, he, had he had one had catch, catch in the play. game. But, but Kellen Moore's got job interviews to prepare for, though.
4: Man, is a young head coach. He Offense better, he better, still, he better still. No, he better go check. watch that film with what Shanahan did to us, and watch uh, Debo Sam. You get ten carries for, for seventy-two yards a tug, three three catches. For, that is that is what CD Lamb can do. Something mm-hmm. similar to it. I'm not going to say that he's as good as yeah. Debo or whatever because we we see Debo doing it now. But that's how that's how you get creative and get the ball in your playmakers' hands. We didn't see it again yesterday. Look who we targeted out there. I mean, no disrespect, but we're giving (laughs) Sam Wilson the majority of these targets. When it
3: came down to nut-cutting time, who did Dak Prescott throw the the, uh, the prayer to? It was Sam Wilson. Who was the interception to? Oh Sam Wilson, like it just, it's 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 mind blowing to me. It, do you think it's it's the it's the uh Moore drawing these up for these specific plays, or you just think this is where Dak Prescott is going with the football? Oh, Dak was off yesterday. I've been he at home long
4: enough to watch I, cause I don't get to watch the actual film with, like when Broncos mm-hmm. was here, we used to get the film. So I have to like watch whatever uh <laughs> and Ryan Clark and them. And I and it's good because sometimes they break down specific plays. And it's the play that we're talking about. You line up at three by one, you got a single coverage on the backside, it's cover four. It's cover four, so you know you got one-on-one on on the backside because the backside safety is coming to number number three, three. right? He threw it to Sam Wilson at number two. (laughs) You got one-on-one on on the backside. I don't want to hear nothing about that. That ain't Kellen Moore fault. That was oh. that like, and and I'm I'm sure this is consistent throughout that entire game because they ran pretty much the same stuff mm-hmm. and they found a way to stop us throughout the entire game. So now nah, I'm not so if you watch it that way, it's like nah, I can't get I can't put it all on Kellen. You can't, but not running the ball that's all that's on Kellen.
3: Sixteen carries, <laughs> sixteen carries the entire game between Zeke and Pollard, and, and Zeke was getting positive yards, bro. And and what did we say? What did we say last <laughs> couple weeks? Oh, we don't need him to get a thousand. We don't need him to get 150 yards. Just the attempts. To keep a defense honest will do you wonders and what did we see out there when you, when you try to give a play action with only 16 carries that defense is not gonna bite up they're gonna sit back in coverage and be in an all in the windows and as we saw out there a lot of those throws they were contested they were in mucky coverage because you have no run game to throw that balance and off
4: I, and our best drive was when we came out and ran the ball literally yeah. the boot worked six straight <laughs> it worked yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like everything worked all of a sudden I'm like and I'm like I said I'm sitting at the bar and you would be I'm no, no kidding, bro. The bar is full, mm-hmm. full of people. Everybody watching the game. We come out, they run the ball, and people are high fiving. <laughs> yeah, we <are. laughs> This is this is ridiculous. You was at the bar. Absolutely. The right here, Concrete Cowboy. Right up the street. We was talking about Philly. The, remember Philly? Arma, you, uh, you and Armor? Uh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> So, Hill, you you at you a game? <laughs> church, I, I see church on TV. Hey, we cold church in on TV. up. 100,000 people outside. <laughs> oh, you yeah. was, was on the vaccinated,
2: yeah. on the vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, So Whatever. <laughs> so, on that drive you spoke of, that was an eight-play drive. Six of the plays were running plays. Yeah. And it ended, obviously, in that touchdown to to, to Cooper. So, McCarthy – Head coach brought in to win that kind of game. Didn't do it. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott paid $160 million as a franchise quarterback. You're paid to win that game. Two minutes, 42 seconds to go. Despite a, an awful letdown performance as an entire team and Dak there as the quarterback, you had your shot. an opportunity. Hold you on. Had your shot.
4: Hold, on. Hold and, on. And you
2: don't get it done. So when I look at the quarterback, I say, you didn't get it done either. Yeah. I'm just that's looking at the list. He, he didn't get it done as the quarterback, yeah, just making fair. that kind of money.
4: All right, listen, the entire team, I don't know. Let down by the entire team. Okay, we had some leakage on on, on defense. Special teams came out, made some plays. <laughs> they did, you J. think J. about Goodwin. that. C. They J. scored Goodwin. 23 points. That gives them the ball in their own territory. Debo Samuel then runs it in for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. All right. So they get points off turnover. Off turnovers. Our defense. Bend but don't break. That is that is what you're watching at this point, especially when your offense is going three and out and putting the ball right back man. to these dudes. So I want to let down, nah, defense played well enough to win. 23 points. What do we say when we look? Hey man, if we if our offense has scored 24, 25 points, we should get the dub. They scored 23. I will say this, though. Did you turn the ball over?
3: Defensively, <laughs> they did score on the first four drives. They, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo and San Francisco did score on those first four drives. A lot of field goals. It was three
4: field goals and a touchdown. Okay, And so it's like, you know, they got to make some stops, too, now. No, yeah, oh, but the defense, when it was time to, they, they made stops. After yeah. holding those dudes to field goals. So I'm not saying they played yeah, the perfect game, right, right. but when you go into the game, you say, hey, man, if our defense can hold this team to how many points, whatever, our offense should be able to win. And, oh, without a doubt, they we, got to step up. Yeah, we, yeah, we, they we, we, play we literally there. all agreed on 24 to 24 like I think your pick was was what was the score? Like Yeah, <laughs> it was around there. Yeah. Okay, around here, it.
2: here you went and I, I got it right now. Uh 28-25. Barry 27-24. Mm. I had it 24-22.
4: <laughs> so so what you so in all those, right? You said the defense Played as well Defe- <laughs> as Defe- we picked. Defe- they gave us a chance to win. Yeah. They gave us a chance a, to win. You get a yeah. turnover? Yeah. Like, you, you, yeah. you give the ball back to these dudes repeatedly at the end of the game to go make these plays? Not. I mean you, yeah. I mean both you, sides gotta play better. No, no, overall. no, no. I'm saying they have to play better. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it wasn't a letdown oh, by no, no. the defense. I ain't saying it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Without a doubt. They played it they played <laughs> yeah. well enough for us to win this, yeah. this football game. It's just and, it's, at the end of the day. Okay. And yep. special teams came out and, and they and they made some plays. They gave us an extra <laughs> possession. <laughs> so CJ Goodwin with anger over there gave us an extra possession. So offensive letdown, the, the other ones played well enough to win. There's some stuff that you can fix, but mm. that is playoff football. But the letdown of what we saw in the offense, that that right there to me is like inexcusable.
2: McCarthy said the team was jittery coming out to start the game. And I, I want to make sure that I'm 100% fair as I say this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That is what I used to beat Jason uh, Garrett Thank you. All the time. Thank you. Hey, man, that, that Packers game in which McCarthy was a head coach, team was jittery out there getting beat. Dang. Dude, that's on you as a head coach. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I put – Mike McCarthy, I look at Mike McCarthy what happened is being worse than what happened with Jason Garrett because you're the dude who had a ring on your finger. You're the guy who was supposed to be better. You weren't better. You didn't have them ready to go. Got these penalties left and right, and after the game, you, you want to sit up here and agree with your players that the refs had this and that to do with it, man? <laughs> man. Come on, man.
4: Ready to grab bear and folks on defense.
3: <laughs> and and, <laughs> and this ain't the first him. time. This ain't the first time he, you know, all right, man, These refs. these refs. And then your players go out there and say the same thing. No, dude, it was, it was, mean, this, this
2: was his was, this was disappointing – um, a coaching performance that I have seen I, I, for Cowboy fans, and I'm not you know I can't be mad at it because damn it it just it's just they just changed the names and we're seeing the same old stuff man, and it's I feel bad I feel bad for the fans, and because when you I grew up a Cowboy fan, baby. Mm-hmm. I, I used to have a Cowboy raincoat, backpack, pajamas, <laughs> curtains. I mean, my whole wardrobe was all Cowboys, man. I mean, I was that dude. Mm-hmm. I was a dude that didn't want to go to school on Monday because of the catch game. My mom's sick.
0: Because my mom, I done
2: talked all cash <laughs> noise. I don't want to go. I don't want to go.
3: Mm.
2: I'm not that anymore because I covered. And now i just been let down so long. But I can't. You can't hurt me no more, man. You can't hurt me. No. My, my armor's up. Yeah. You can't hurt me. I yeah. saw the He's like, man, okay. We've seen worse. Honestly, I've seen worse. I'm on the sidelines for the Romo game. I'm on the sideline for the Mason-Crosby kick. I, I've seen it. Yeah. Um. You know, for, for people like Chris Bean, you remember the, the game in San Francisco where the Cowboys started off slow and they fought their way back and then there was some questionable stuff at the end. I mean, I've seen the letdown, man. I've seen it. Yeah. And here you are one more time. I put faith in a dude that I thought could get it done. Stupid me. Oh, I look like Boo Boo uh, game, game A.
4: Game too. Game A. Shout out to A. Anthony Brown for making a uh, – He we, did. He made a heck of
2: year, a play. He beat throughout
4: the He made a hell of a play he did. To, to get that interception and get us a score to make that game uh, closer uh, and give us a shot to win at the end of the game.
2: Let's take our first break. Let's talk about who's going to hire Kellen Moore. He's got a whole bunch of job interviews lined up. Do that next right here on the players' line. mmm.
3: <laughs> mm, mm, mm.
0: At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.
1: It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it, they go, you go? (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
0: Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Barn & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
3: Brace yourself for an existential question.
2: Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details to you join today. Barry Church, Danny Craig, Nui Scruggs. It is a let down Monday. <clears throat> because all three of us picked the Cowboys to win. Yeah. I was the only one who covered the spread.
3: <laughs> Should have with my bag? congratulations. Should have with my
2: Um Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore's uh, got job interviews. So Jacksonville are I mean, yeah, Jacksonville already interviewed. Dan Quinn helped him there. Minnesota wants to interview him. Denver wants to interview him. Um, I don't think Houston has called for for Kellen Moore at all here. Uh, Dan Quinn has got interviews. Uh, a lot of people think he's the head, the, the favorite to get the head coaching job over with the Denver Broncos. Um, how we feeling about uh, Kellen Moore possibly becoming a head coach and Dan Quinn becoming a head coach now that this thing is over?
4: Same way I felt last week. Y'all was over here talking about Kellen Moore's resume and Cowboys and Cowboys that and I, you can't wait to get him up body. here. Nah, let me tell you something. Kellen Moore just has some work to do, man. He has some work to do. Uh, he's obviously not listening to, to, to the stuff that he should be listening to as far as, hey, man, we need to get out here and we need to establish the run. Yeah. We need to be a little bit more creative with getting our playmakers the ball. I think those are two glaring weaknesses in Kellen Moore's offensive play calling. And to give him a head coaching job knowing that you are paying guys uh, – 50 60 70 million dollars to be playmakers and he's not going to make sure he put those guys in a position to make plays that's something that i'll be worried about yeah. dudes are writing checks yeah. you got you got 90 million dollar running back 100 million dollar receiver back there and you can't figure first round receiver you can't figure out a way to get this man to catch yeah you can't figure out a way to get him involved in the game so when like those are the things that will worry me about hiring him as a head coach and those are the things that worry me about him staying here as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Because as it's, it's team players, these guys want to be. Amari Cooper is only only one who spoke up. But I know behind those doors, there's a <laughs> lot of dudes out there like, bro, this why, like, why are we not getting this person the ball? Like, I can help us be better. Zeke is, I know he's yeah. he's, he's a team guy. Okay. But I know he's upset with, with his uh, lack of production and his opportunities uh, this season as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, look, I – I hope it all works out for Kelly. You know, I hope he goes and maybe he'll get, you know, the Jacksonville job and be down there with, with Trevor Lawrence. But you're absolutely right. There's some things that he's got to work on. And it, to me, it's it's adjustments. Because um, we've seen it at the beginning of the year. I mean, we were all in here calling him, oh, man, he's the boy genius. He's getting the most out of this team. Man, they're flying all over the place. You know, that was the first couple of weeks, first maybe six weeks out there. And then teams started figuring them out. People started getting the tape on them like they do rookie quarterbacks, and they started figuring them out. And we couldn't make any adjustments to it. We started playing, doing hook and laterals for, you know, third down calls, which it still blows my mind. We, but
4: but we, And we did that a couple weeks ago, too. Yeah, we, we did that a couple weeks So
3: I was like, man, what, what's going on? But – yeah, there, there's some things he's got to work on, but overall, I mean, I I, I, can't, I can't see him getting out of here. I mean, I think he's got that connection with the Joneses, and I can't see them letting him just walk away to the to, the, to go be a head coach somewhere else. I mean, I see I can see them letting Dan Quinn do that before they let Kellen Moore. How, how much success can we have with Kellen Moore here as offensive coordinator? If he keeps up the way he's going, I'm not saying a lot because we've, we because the, the blueprints out there. When, when we have a balanced attack, that's when we're at our best. But he's not willing to do that. So as long as he's here, I mean, and as long as he keeps that same type of game ain't
2: I can't see us having that much success. Thought. If Kellen Moore's back and Vic Fangio does not get a head coaching job, or in fact, I'd call Vic Fangio now before he even gets another job, as a, just an assistant. What about paying him, Say, man, I need you to come in here. I need you to spend an afternoon with Kellen Moore and my staff. Tell us what you guys did in that Denver game. Because – Whatever you did, everybody else ran. Got that tape, and they figured it out. Help him get better. You guys tell me. I, I don't know how. No, so, because
4: I think at this point he is who he is. Like it's not. It's not about what Denver did in that game. Like we can all sit here and see that there is a simple solution, <laughs> right? Being balanced. Right, that is something that he will have to accept that he has to do. Versus, I'm going to draw up this scheme to make sure that I get somebody open. Versus, hey man, it's a man on man game. It's zero sum. Somebody wins, somebody loses, and that is that is what the essence of, of NFL football is. All right, so sometimes me, you got to get out there and you just got to
2: run the ball. Let me let me push back as a as a person who didn't play in the league like you guys are, like you guys did. I say that from the standpoint of if I'm running a business and somebody out here is figuring out how to beat me in a certain area, why not go get a consultant to help me understand how do I get better in this area? I mean, as a defensive guy, and you guys play defense, is it helpful at times when you go to the offensive guy to say, hey, look, this is how we got you here, this is how we got you there? Yeah, it's definitely helpful, but like
3: like I was saying earlier, is he willing to take these adjustments? Is he willing to take this coaching? Because as, as we've seen the entire season, he was stuck in his ways. Okay. We wanted to throw the ball all over the place. We continued, even though we've seen if we get these running backs' carries, our record is improving. We get the most production out of our offense. We've seen If we see that, I know that coaching staff okay. sees that. So I think he's, he's kind of stuck in his ways where – I don't know if he wants to be the the sexy thing or just, you know, he wants to air it out, play Madden, whatever the case may be. But for some reason, he wants to put it in Dak Prescott's hands alone. And from what we've seen, once we get to the playoffs and having a long, productive season, that's just not the solution.
4: And and also, uh, you'll remember this when I said. I believe it is uh, during the bye week where they do self-scout. So – uh, Dan Quinn will watch the, our offense mm-hmm. and then go tell Kellen what he thinks about it and what he would do to <clears> stop <throat> it. So it's not like somebody, like nobody has, has gotten in okay. his ear and said, hey, this is this is, this is is what's happening to you, okay. and this is how you need to get it fixed. Because during the bye week, literally every year that I played, that's it was self-scout week. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> what happened. And, and, and Kellen Moore would, would scout uh, Dan Quinn's defense, and Dan Quinn would scout uh, Kellen Moore's offense. And then he would okay. come together and say, this is how we can be better.
2: Okay, let's go through each job here. For Kellen Moore, and you tell me your thoughts. If you're Jacksonville, in terms of why would you say yes? Why would you say no? Mm-hmm. So let's start with the last one here, uh, Miami. Why would you say yes to Kellen Moore? Why would you say why would you say no?
4: I don't even know who they got on their roster. Right, you don't have, you don't really have a quarterback uh, to me that that I believe in as being a franchise guy. And I think Kellen Moore needs needs some pieces. Um, it's hard for me to answer these questions because right now I'm so down on the dudes. (laughs) So, (laughs) So it's like, it's easy for me to say, like, why not? Um... But yeah, let's go, go to Miami. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really know who, who the hell he got up there. If, if I'm Miami, I'm saying yes because he's a
3: he's a young quarterback. Well, to answer half of the question, yes, because he's a young quarterbacks coach he, or he's an offensive coordinator. But he can relate to the quarterbacks. We've seen what he's done with Dak Prescott and how he's been able to have the number one offense out there. And from what we've seen from this Miami team, the strength of their team has been the defense. The defense is balling, and the offense has you know kind of gotten here and there, up and down. Maybe if you bring a guy like that in, he can help stabilize that and make that offense one of the hours of, of that team overall. But what you say no is you got to look at the season we just had, <laughs> the inconsistencies, the ups and downs. That's exactly what happened with your squad last year with Tua. So, to me, overall, if I was Miami, I'd say no. What about Denver? Denver, there's a situation where he, I think he might have an opportunity. I think Dan Quinn has the better opportunity. But from what we've seen in Denver, hiring defensive-minded you know minded coaches has not really been – productive for them. I mean, Vic Fangio was there last year, and and we've seen what happened. They need an offensive mind to get the most out of their team. They got a, a great wide receiver core, two great running backs back there. They got a good tight end. I think they're one quarterback away from a, from being a pretty good team, and if you have an offensive minded coach like Keller Moore to balance out that great defense, I think you got something
4: going on right there. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just push back on that one because I think we got the same stuff here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and we're watching this same this same guy who's calling these plays have these weapons. You got a Zeke, you got Amari Cooper, you got a Michael Gallup, you got a Ceedee Lamb. These, I think the weapons here are better, mm-hmm. and we're sitting here looking like. So, so how are you gonna use these dudes? Why, mm-hmm. why are we throwing the ball? Why is Sid Wilson a feature in the offense at this point? That's true too. Versus a CD Lamb or uh, Amari Cooper, and why are you even giving the quarterback the option to to be looking at and Sid, right? Like, hey man, hey, this, I'm drawing up this play 419. Yeah, what? and I've been saying this for almost two years now, and I just, I just don't. Maybe, I he, don't needs a, maybe understand. he needs a rookie
2: quarterback. <laughs> you got Minnesota. So yeah. Minnesota, you you you've got Jefferson, you've got Thielen, you've got, you got Kirk Cousins. You got Kirk Cousins. So, um, your thoughts on Kellen Moore in Minnesota wants to talk to him?
4: (sighs) Once again, okay? (laughs) Once again, if the guy is able to use his weapons the correct way. Like, if if Kellen Moore goes to Minnesota and all of a sudden Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson cannot be productive – there's there's an issue and I will be worried about that watching the Cowboys offense. Like what what is he going to do with the weapons that we have in place? All of a sudden you want to start throwing it to guys who th- who are third on the depth chart because they're opening your scheme? I just it, it worries me. It worries me.
2: Minnesota, Kellen Moore, same thing?
3: Why not? I say, why not? <laughs> I mean, look, I think they got a better runner than what we have here. And I think he, he's, he's a guy that's not as – I mean, I don't know him personal, but, you know, Zeke to me seems like he's one of these team player guys. Team first, team first. I feel like they have the personalities over there in that running back room that will say, I need the ball. And he'll make it known that, hey, I need these touches right now. Why am I only getting four or five touches a game? And I think he would put Kellen Moore in a situation where you got to feature your best player, which is Dalvin Cook. So maybe that would give him an opportunity to have more of a balanced structure.
2: Is Kellen Moore the – back here next year? Or is he a head coach? I think he's back here.
3: I don't think the Joneses let him leave. I see Quinn maybe getting an opportunity somewhere else before the Joneses
4: let Kellen Moore walk out the door. Look, It's either McCarthy or Kellen Moore. But I don't believe that both of them will be here next year. I as I said last year, I believe that Mike McCarthy should be taking the play sheet, and he's been in the lab. <laughs> like, no, literally. When you advertise like that is what you have been doing, and then now we look at the at the script and whatever you are this offensive genius that you're supposed to be knowing all this stuff, and you ain't even calling the plays. Like, yeah. you, like. There should be – next year there should be no opportunity for us to say, oh, it ain't Mike McCarthy's fault because he ain't calling the plays. Nah, you should live and die with your ability to call these plays for your quarterback. And
3: that's why – I think that's why you got to give him a C or even maybe less When we were talking about earlier because if he's not calling the plays offensively, we know he's not calling the plays defensively, you're here to be a manager. You're here to make sure this team goes in the right direction. Time situations, whatever the situation may be, mojo moments, you're the coach that makes these decisions. And as we've seen – it's been a failure so far.
2: I think Kellen Moore's gonna be a head coach. You think he's getting up out of here. Uh, the way this league has hired, he's got a better resume than Zach Taylor, got a better resume than Nick Sirianni. This man's gonna get a job based on how we see them hire. It's not about proven resume. Mm-hmm. It's about and Mike Lombardi talked about you, you're you're chosen. You know, they, they choose this guy, oh, you're the guy. So, based on what I've seen in hiring the last few years, a guy like Matt LaFleur, yeah, this dude's going to be a head coach. And I think it will be this offseason. I think mm. they're going to lose both guys.
4: Mm. Mm. Adam, Adam Gates got, <laughs> oh. got a job. Adam Gates got a job. Anybody two
2: can get jobs. Adam Gates got two jobs. Back Chip, to back. Chip Kelly got two jobs back to back. Eric Mangini got two jobs back to back.
1: Yeah.
2: North Turner had three jobs. Listen. Wade Phillips had three jobs. I mean, this is a league that will reward people. But I'm just telling you, when you start looking at the profile of these guys that they want, Kellen Moore fits that. Kellen Moore's going to be able to go in there and talk about, hey, look, I, well, he had a high scoring offense, had no more offense. I mean, he's going to be able to come out, the, and there's going to be an owner or general manager who falls into it, and he's not going to be able to control the roster. So a GM who wants to remain in control, can, like they do in Philadelphia, Nick mm-hmm. Sirianni, they're going to hire him. Kellen Moore. I'm just telling you right now, I believe Kellen Moore's gonna be a head coach. Once again, I, I don't I
4: don't I don't think he's he's a bad offensive coordinator. I think there are some things specifically for this <clears throat> team that could have been done differently.
2: All right, let's take a break. Time to talk about the offensive line. Yeah. And, in, that
4: last, in the last play.
2: And uh what will be? What will be? Danny McCray, Barry Church, New East Scruggs. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody
1: protects you from mayhem
2: like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go.
1: Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.
4: At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching Grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones.
1: AT&T may temporarily
2: slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back Back. to the Players' Lounge. Your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd. Get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Cowboys lose 23-17 to the San Francisco 49ers at home. The Cowboys were three-point favorites. Nick Bosa ended up leaving and not playing in the second half at all. Final drive, uh, Fred Warner, their their second-best football player on defense, he's not there either. So the Cowboys, two forty two to go, could have gone down the field, won the game, didn't do it. Let's talk about the offensive line, and we can talk about what was and what will be concerning the O line,
4: gentlemen. I'm gonna let it down because y'all not gonna let me beat up on uh, on these dudes first. All right, go ahead, Church. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it's, it is what it is, man. And it, <laughs> it
3: came down to what we talked about last week. I think Dewey brought it up exactly. He said it's, this, this game's gonna come down to the trenches, and who's gonna win in the trenches? And as we have seen this 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 last game. We got bullied. We got punked out there. Just, just put it as simple as that. And it was, it wasn't like they were bringing all types of different types of exotic pressures and running all these different type of things. It was man on man, like Coach Marinelli said, man on man, bone on bone football. And what's the most disheartening about it is they got whipped across the board. Like it was, nobody got spared out there. You know, maybe outside of uh, Zach Martin, he might have held his own, but. Every other position got whooped. I mean, Nick Bosa before he went out was giving Lyle Collins the work. The uh, man on the other side, I don't even know his name. He was giving Tyron Smith the <laughs> work Adrian as well. He, no, no, it ain't, ain't Clayboy. He already got I'm his kidding. bag. No, Some dude no, from kidding. Texas. But overall, Texas. I mean, and, and and let's not even begin on Connor Williams because I think his tape speaks for itself. I mean, that was one of you know the worst you know performances we've seen from an offensive lineman here in a long time. But they got whipped across the board, and what's making it even more disheartening is. They did that without their best player for 3 quarters. Nick Bosa was out and they still was getting pressure. And I mean, I know Dak was off the entire the entire day for the most part, but a lot of his throws there was somebody in his lap. If they weren't hitting him he was running for his life out there, so I mean, it's a lot to blame to go around. But that offensive line was—I uh, mean, it was—it was definitely abysmal
4: um, going out there yesterday. That's what, that's what happened when you rush sixteen times. That's what mm-hmm. happened. That's yeah. what happened. when you let they guys tee up. off on you like that. You—they know, don't have to earn the right to rush the passer. Mm-hmm. They just get to rush the passer. You know what I'm and then you—you you think you should be able to take a breath when Bosa goes out, and it just—it didn't get any did. easier Ooh. for the offensive line. You just mm-hmm. like goodness gracious, what are we doing? That was—it was a bad performance uh, by our offensive line. Uh, questions that, that need to be answered going into the offseason? Who's going to we'll, be our left guard? Who's, who's going to be our left tackle? Ain't, I mean, who's going to be our left guard? Everybody. Well, like, what are we doing? Uh, you're not doing number right tackle because you just paid him. but how can you get him to play better? Like, like, how can we solidify this and get back to our glory days? Well, we wouldn't win Super Bowls, but when you were like, hey, man, this is one of the most feared offensive lines in the league.
2: What will be? When I talk about this offensive line, number one, Joe Philbin needs to have a conversation with the head coach. You need to become more physical mm. up front. The okay? physicality is not there. The center needs to be replaced. Okay, I know Mike McCarthy liked him coming out of Wisconsin, and, and I don't blame Tyler B. You are who you are. But he's a backup player. If this is your backup center and guard, little swing combo guy there, fine. This is not that guy. Mm-mm. Your left guard, Carter Williams – No, Nate Williams is – I mean, Nate Newton has said it for for a few years now, talking about Williams. He's too light. And and you're seeing him getting bullied. He Mm -hmm. can get bullied, and he got bullied. So if your center is light and your left guard and people are able to just attack them, I'm sorry. You saw your quarterback running for his life. Your left tackle is undependable in terms of playing games. Yeah. And you got away with it this year for 12 wins. But we got to start – he's right. It's time to start to look at who is it, who's that next guy. Do you believe Steele can become that guy? Do you want to spend the offseason working with the in terms of left? But you've got to address this because you cannot continue to gamble like this. You gamble. I said gamble one more <clears throat> time this year. You gambled. he's missed games. Tyron Smith is an all-decade player. But you're still gambling and you got to stop gambling. You have to. You got away with this offseason.
3: season. Yeah, and they, they got to see it. I mean, I was right there with you. I was talking about this in 2011, you know, Tyron Smith <laughs> going into the season and for a while there we were right. It worked. But he got he
2: got, he it got he's getting aged. But it's, getting but aged. you can't do that anymore. No. so, it, so it, it's I time was going to go. You know, Danny said, "No, address it." I said, "No, band-aid it." You band-aid it. You can't band-aid this anymore. So you you could think about from the center to, to the to the left spot right there, center guard, left tackle. Uh, you you gotta fix this. It's not this is not sustainable any longer. It, it allows you to beat up the bad teams. Good teams like this, they eating you alive. And they only rushed four. The whole oh, game. Like I said, it. it ain't like they give away with these
3: exotic blitzes. They're getting beat man on man, and that's the telltale right there. If you're getting beat man on man, bone on bone, it's time well, to make an adjustment.
4: What well, the, the telltale was my man Bosa coming out and saying, "We seen these dudes get beat, <laughs> so not we gonna not. come we gonna come out here and try to do the same they thing." They are the beat them. Doing. They did. No, they nobody, nobody fearing these dudes. Like yeah, they, they, they they're a great offensive line. We gonna have to figure out a way to make sure that we that, that we create a little confusion for them. He's like, nah, them dudes got beat.
3: We gonna come out here and rush for. But them. you know what? You nobody know will help. You know that situation out. It, is if you let that offensive line get some, exert some will out there. <laughs> exert some aggression. Don't, don't let them sit there and catch the entire time. If you see that your left tackle, your left guard, sometimes your right tackle is struggling because they're catching the entire game, let them exert some will. Let them put some punishment out there. Run the football. But as we see,
2: we're not going to do that. We're not willing to do that. But you're, also, you're not physical. You know, you're None. not physical. You got bullied. I mean, it was the first, the first drive you talked about. They getting bullied, and that was defensively. And then on offense, then they got the ball. You know, so so your defense got bullied the first drive. and get the offense ball, then three mm-hmm. and out. They got bullied.
4: Mm-hmm. With, yeah, with the defense, they got bullied. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, this is this is that Shanahan offense of like. You put have, no, skates, I- baby, you you have no idea like, where it's coming from, what formation it's going to come out of, yep. like where Devo going to line up in the backfield, where your eyes got to be at. And I think as good as the linebackers played, they were out of position a few times where it was like yeah. – you watching the game and you're like, but if I was out there, I'd be like, that would have probably confused me too. And if you <laughs> look at
3: it, you know, the, the, the bigger loss I think was, it was Keanu Neal not being not being active. And I know he hasn't been, you know, the mo- the greatest linebacker this entire season, but this is a guy that he he played with Shanahan on that Atlanta Falcons team. So he would know, you know, with how they're gonna try to attack you, where you should have your eyes, where you should key at. And he could help, you know, Parsons and LVE play a little bit faster because that's hard, and for, especially for a young rookie like Parsons to be able to diagnose these plays. When you got pulling guards, misdirection, you got ghost sweeps coming at you, that's a hard thing to do. And for both guys that don't understand that, it's, it's going
2: to be tough. So right now the Cowboys have the 24th pick in the draft. We, the three of us, have not dived into it heavily. <laughs> not dived into it heavily. But... If you had a choice right now, like a preference at 24, where would you go for your football team?
4: Tackle. Same thing I'm on last year. Like you, you, at this point, you have a guy who you're almost sure is not going to be able to play the entire season. Like you, you have a guy there that that, that, that needs to be replaced at this point. He, he over the last few seasons, he's missed a lot of games. Get ready to get you a guy if you if you can that late because I know this draft right now doesn't have a lot of quarterbacks in there, mm-hmm. so you're gonna start seeing some O line and a D line and going like he, that. He Start going at the beginning of the draft, but if you have the opportunity, man, it's time to shore up the offensive line. And I, I would start with. With the tackle.
3: Yeah. I mean, right now, that's got to be one of the high priorities, you know, this offensive line. I mean, you got to also see what you're able to bring back defensively because a lot of those guys are going to be on one-year deals. But to me, you know, the the number one priority, as we've seen in this game, um, this offensive line has to be addressed.
2: So, and this is is not diving into anything heavy right Mm -hmm. now. Okay, I haven't. But I'm just, just off the top of my head knowing how these things normally go. You're talking about an offensive tackle. At 24, I'm going to imagine, and even just based off last year, your top two offensive tackles going to be gone. Yeah. It's not a heavy offensive tackle draft like when we saw and Worst, you know, all those mm-hmm. guys. So, do you take tackle number three or four at 24, or do you take possibly the number one rated center or number one rated guard
4: if you're sitting I, at 24? I, I, I think you take the highest rated offensive lineman of, of your need, right? So, if it's a guard, center, tackle, okay. whoever it is at 24. <clears throat> Okay. What what I would like to see is us get another staple at left tackle because we know how important that position is. You see, mm-hmm. like the, the Trent Williams effect is, is a real thing. We, awesome. and, up. And, and, and,
2: and so, you know, Tyron, top ten guy. Trent, top ten guy. So, and I guess what you don't – and this I, I kind of think about like the Taco Charlton. You, you had a need. And so you just, oh, well, okay, he's defensive end number five. We need one. And that's what you did. Is that what you're willing to do? Or do you say, hey, give me that number one center in the game. Give me that guy. Who won the Remington Award? That that's that's kind of my,
3: my. I think thought you got to go number one overall. Like yeah. whoever's whoever's the top, whether it's guard, you know, tackle, center, whoever's there. I think you got to go with the number one choice. You can't just you know staple yourself on. We got to get a left tackle. We got Because right. then I mean you know who knows what happened by the third or fourth tackle in the league. Is he going to be that legit? Is he really a first rounder at that point? So you got to put all that in perspective. But I think you definitely got to go whoever's the best available offensive lineman on that one. Uh, yeah.
4: I agree. Okay.
2: So th- there's there's a lot of stuff there. You want to talk about the final play?
4: Oh, absolutely. Because, <laughs> <laughs> listen, the, the crazy part about that play is I was on my way home. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't giving up. You was out here? <laughs> like, and Church, I think Church, Texas said, like, like worst play call ever. I and I'm, like, on the way home, and I'm, like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> did I miss? <laughs> so I have to go back and re-watch it. And I'm, like, oh, God. <laughs> Is that what it was? Okay, so we do the quarterback draw. You know, everybody's already said we don't have enough time to get this thing done. Maybe if Dak slides a little earlier. But then to hear that everybody is blaming the loss on a pretty much – it's still a Hail Mary shot from 30 yards out where you're you're running five vertical. So you're not automatically going to win the game, but – don't blame the referee because you didn't give him the ball, bro. It just it, that, that whole situation was bad. And like I said, it's a combination of our clock management and Mike McCarthy's ability to make sure that these things are done the correct way. To me, uh, it, to me, all
3: that, you know, <laughs> it, it didn't matter. He shouldn't have blamed the ref. and That whole last drive didn't matter because they had an opportunity. I think it was, what, two minutes and – 2.42. 2.42 left in the game, three timeouts. You got the rock. You got an opportunity to go ahead and you could do whatever you want. Run the ball, pass the ball, quarterback draw, whatever you want to do to get into the end zone – you had the opportunity there to do it, and you squandered it away. So, I mean, all that that remaining last 14 seconds, oh, why didn't the ref nah, – no, it had nothing to do with it. You squandered it.
2: I was in the press conference, and I will tell you it was very frustrating for me as a media member because so many of the media people kept asking about the final play. And I'm just thinking to myself, okay, yeah, final play was – this wasn't good. But let's not act like the fifty-nine minutes before
3: <laughs> it didn't matter. Huh? You were out here,
2: you know, not ready to play. As McCarthy said, jittery. Your fourteen penalties. I mean, all along the way, you got bullied uh, in the trenches. I mean, you just didn't do your job. And to put it all as though, hey man, you know, you spotted him the ball. They, they were about to win that thing. No, 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 no. From that's 30 what I yards out. Here. Right. That's yeah, what I, too. That's what I didn't like, and. I heard somebody's like, man, I didn't like the way they talked about the refs, talked about the refs. I said, well, in fairness to them, you kept getting asked about it. You kept that was I mean no, nobody wanted mm-hmm. to learn, and I think Mike tried to. You know how you start off trying not to really go heavily there, but then the more you get asked, the more you start to tell it, and then he just went in there, uh, and that's where you, in my opinion, you could see. They were taking their cues from the top, where you're trying to blame everyone else and you're not really looking at yourselves. And when you hear, come out of that hearing what you hear, you say, do you guys re- understand why you lost? Because it doesn't sound like you understand why you lost. Sound like you just trying to say if this if this dude would have just you know if, he, if this dude would have shot bull jive and we we'd won the game like no man, these
4: dudes thought they was in practice <laughs> they were trying to spot the ball themselves, <laughs> themselves the center put the yeah, game down yeah, we now. got we got right here this is where we at right let me snap <laughs> what it. Uh, it don't <laughs> work No. Out right. if no. that's the case you should have went on here and ran up to the twenty <laughs> let me <laughs> get ten more yards man this man practice we yeah. the ball can't do it no nah, that was it was crazy but shout out because this would be one of the last few times we get to talk about the 20, 2021 <laughs> defense okay like you. Said, gave him the ball back with two minutes thirty-four seconds. Then you stop him on third down, make a punt to get the ball back again to put you in that situation. So I'm going to continue to say, ain't no defensive letdown. Yeah, we gave up some stuff in the trenches, but we found out a way to get the ball back to our offense, and offense did not help uh, us. You out.
3: seen what the 49ers did? You know, to digs, man. The Double w- moves. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
2: Well, we said that. You we said those. that. Ew, oh, you go mm. you're gonna get you gonna work for on the that the rest they of they your career. If Jimmy Garoppolo you know, I am gonna say it's the thumb. Okay, I'm gonna give Jimmy a pass. But they they beaten Trayvon Diggs and he missed, he overthrew the receiver. Ayuk, yeah. Overthrew the receiver and then and the Cowboys got the ball back, but you know, J- Jimmy couldn't finish him off. Mm. They they through the pit, the coach, the coach <laughs> called the right play. The coach dialed up the play. Receiver's open. Quarterback couldn't get it there, yeah. um, which is why I don't think that they're going to go much further. Because, sorry, your quarterback is it gets it gets tougher. Yeah, and they're going um, to Green Bay. That's, that's yeah. A so that's a anyway, uh, terrible loss. Um, Mike McCarthy gets a C for me. C plus. Because uh, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. And for all all the criticism I gave Jason Garrett, I give it more to Mike McCarthy because I thought you were the chosen one. I thought you were the answer. You didn't do it. It's disappointing.
4: I'm with Church now. I know. Well, you gave him a C what? C. Yeah, that yeah, I, I'm with Church. I gave him C. a B. He got, he got a straight-up C now. Ain't no plus nothing. Okay, no, C. C. I'm okay. Then <laughs> then you,
2: that's no right. Let's just give the C. C. Let's and give him a C. Danny McCray, Barry Church, yes New scrubs. We're done. Mick shots coming your way. Bottom of the hour right here on Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.